0: a woo a hand clap a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Welcome to Talk of Tucson, a weekly public affairs program of iHeartMedia. I'm Cindy, and every week we highlight a non nonprofit organization that helps make Tucson a better place, either by helping the less fortunate or adding to our quality of life. And today, we welcome Amanda Gremmel and Michael Martinez from Live Theater Workshop. Good morning. Thanks so much for being here.
2: Good morning.
1: Hi, Cindy. So tell us about Live Theater Workshop and kind of a brief history of what that is for people that aren't familiar.
2: Sure. Live Theater Workshop is a nonprofit theater company that's been around in Tucson for going on 26 years now. Uh, we're at the corner of Speedway in Beverly, which is just central in town, kind of Speedway and Craycroft. We've been in that same location for almost 20 years. We provide education for kids across Tucson in theater and musical theater and technical theater. We do professional performances for adults to come see. We have professional children's theater productions. And we have late-night theater for up-and-coming artists who are really interested in kind of pushing the boundaries of what theater can be and who are interested in trying new things on the stage. Uh, It's it's an awesome place. We are very lucky to work there. And I think Live Theatre Workshop is really unique as a theater in Tucson because one of our major goals is access to theater. We see the great value that it brings to the community, Uh, We see kids flourishing. We see adults getting together. We see people going out and having amazing times and really thinking about other people and cultures and ideas. And so we think that's really important to access. So our ticket prices are low. We offer scholarships. We offer free tickets. We're about preserving the form of theater as a popular form of entertainment in our community.
1: And keeping it very accessible to the community as well. Absolutely. And Amanda, you are in charge of the educational aspect that's kind of the, the part that you oversee with working with children?
3: Yeah so I'm the director of children's programming and there's kind of two parts to that so uh, we have our education program as Michael was telling you about um, where we um, have classes after school and on the weekends we do summer programs we have seven summer programs throughout the whole summer. Summer one week long they get there at 8 o'clock in the morning, and they just work, work, work for nine hours a day for a whole entire week, and they put on a production on that Friday, which just doesn't seem like a lot of time, but when you're eat, sleeping, breathing theater, these kids just thrive, and the showcases are just phenomenal. Uh, We also have um, winter camp classes going on. And one class that we just finished up this last week, I was really proud. It's one of our advanced middle schoolers. They just did the Little Mermaid Junior musical, and they were phenomenal. (laughs) I couldn't be more proud of them.
1: And you also do children's programming as far as, like, performances. Yeah.
3: So uh, we do uh, what we call our family series shows and it's it's fun for the whole family. It's usually on Sundays um, at one o'clock. Uh, but once a year I get to bring the family show onto what we call our main stage and run it for a lot longer on, on Thursday, Friday and Saturday evenings and Sunday matinees. And uh, like right now we're um, we've brought the production of Snoopy Um, which is so much fun for the holidays. Who doesn't love Snoopy, right? Yes, it's very uh,
1: nostalgic, holiday-centered. And I just have to reveal, I'm also in Snoopy. Yes! (laughs) I'm in Snoopy, and so is Michael Martinez. He actually plays uh, Snoopy himself. And Cindy plays our Sally, the best Sally in the whole world. Oh, thank you, thank you. (laughs) No, it is really fun. As somebody that is a part of the Live Theater Workshop, it is such a fun experience, and it is like a big family. Everyone that comes in, the kids, the parents the um, theater goers, everyone is we're all connected and it's this very fun community-based organization.
3: We feel very proud to be able to give our young families a chance to bring their students, their children to see theater maybe for the first time and experience that together and hopefully form traditions on bringing and, and raising their their families in theater so that they become our patrons, our actors, for when we're too old to do it. (laughs) Well, and
1: that's the thing is that bringing young people into the theater is kind of dying out. Like theater programs are getting cut. Arts programs are getting cut. So how do you step in and become that source for them?
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's very important to what we're trying to do. And that's why we really focus on not just giving theater experiences to kids who can make it to our theater, but we have a really extensive outreach program as well where we go into schools all across Tucson, schools that have had their budget slashed who don't have arts programming. And we come in and we do that school play with those kids who would never have a chance to to be part of that. Uh, we also bring these theater performances to these same kids. So we've kind of become the, the theater program for many schools across Tucson who don't have the funding or the ability to do it themselves. Um, one thing that I love is that just speaking of community, we have this great base of donors and season ticket holders who really support all of the work we do beyond just coming and buying tickets, but they also donate to these programs and help us go into these schools, provide scholarships for kids who don't have access And they tell us these great stories about how they remember when their great aunt took them to a Broadway play in New York City. And they remember that moment and what that felt like. And then they feel so wonderful being able to gift that same experience to another kid. And something that I love about shows like Snoopy is that we have... All of these season ticket holders come to these shows as well, along with all these families and kids. And you have this great mixed audience. And some of the season ticket holders have told me, like, they don't know whether to watch the stage or to watch these kids' faces lighting up as they see what's happening on stage and remembering what that moment was like for them when they first saw theater.
1: Yes, that's it is a very cool to be on stage and experience that vibe out into the audience because it is such a mix of kids and adults alike. Let's talk a little bit more about the education aspect to live theater workshop. You were saying earlier, Amanda, that you have summer camps, you have winter camps, you have classes, which I've had the privilege of teaching in the past, where students of all ages come in once a week. All these different age groups coming in, different levels of theater experience. What is the value of providing that service here in Tucson?
3: Yeah, so actually when I was in high school, I took classes at Life Theater Workshop. Oh, how full circle. Yeah, so it is full circle for me. Um, I just can't thank LTW enough for what it's given me, the confidence, the friendships that I've had. It speaks volumes. I heard a rumor that you met your husband at a live Theater Workshop class. I did. We were in high school together, and we decided um, our student teacher... Uh, was an instructor at Life Theater Workshop, and she was asking, hey, if you guys want some extra theater outside of high school, come take a class with me. And so the two of us um, took it together, and we've been inseparable ever since. (laughs) Not saying everybody's going to meet their future somebody. but (laughs) Lasting friendships. Lasting friendships, for sure. So I teach um, quite a few of our classes, and I can see firsthand um, how much these kids really, really enjoy coming every single week. I mean, I get emails at least a couple times a week from parents just thanking me for giving their students a place to feel free to be themselves. Um, Sometimes when they're in school, you know, they might not feel very comfortable to be truly who they are. And when they come to Life Theater Workshop, we try to keep our class sizes smaller with two instructors. So there's more one-on-one and they become a family. And I've heard many of them say it's like their second home because I know it was my second home growing up as well. Yes. And it
1: provides obviously theater instruction. You know, they're learning their lines, they're learning their cues, they're learning theater lingo. But I think it goes beyond just necessarily teaching them about theater. Yeah.
3: So we're a process-based teaching classes. So we're doing a production, but within that, they learn so much more and build so much confidence in themselves. And, you know, we might give somebody a role just because we want to see them shine, a leading role instead of an ensemble role, because it's their turn, it's their time. Mm -hmm. And once they get their leading role, then... They're like hungry for more and everybody is so supportive of each other and it's just so much fun to watch. Mm -hmm.
1: And it is like a safe space. What are some of the other skills that are grown in um, taking a theater class at Live Theater Workshop?
2: Yeah. So I always find it really interesting when people talk about theater and arts as extracurricular in schools, which we don't believe at all. We believe that arts education is curricular. It's not extra to what kids should be learning because we see firsthand um, every day, that these kids are not just learning, you know, self-confidence in theater, but they're also learning to be creative, which is a skill you have to practice and you have to learn. It's not something that uh, that just happens. And the cool thing about, like, innovative thinking and creative thinking is that that's not just a skill that you apply to art and theater. That's a skill that you apply to whatever field you pursue. So, I, just as a, a citizen of this uh, city, I want... My, the kids in this community to grow up and be innovative thinkers. I want my politicians and my doctors and my medical researchers to 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 think about things outside of the box because that's how we come up with new ideas and innovate. Um, and so that's a really important skill that we bring to to these kids. The team building and the teamwork that they focus on in these classes is really outstanding, and that is also a hugely important skill that you can see the evidence of not that not being a skill that a lot of people have every day. I mean, it's, it's kind of funny, but it's also kind of sad. Uh, We should definitely be raising our kids in a world where they get to practice how you work and give and take and work with people who you disagree with or have different creative ideas. And that's what these kids at live theater workshop are also learning. Yes. Uh, so that's just really important, uh, to us as an organization. And one of the reasons that we, we won't rest just having kids, you know, a few kids come sign up to our classes. It's why we ask our donors to support these programs because we're like, these skills need to be brought to kids all across this community. And Tucson will be a better place for that.
1: And of course, with doing these classes, some kids come and go, they take one class, they enjoyed it, they go, but you've gotten to see people grow up in these programs right
2: oh my gosh it is so okay it makes you feel really old first (laughs) off but to see we've seen kids who've come into us when they were six years old and now they are in college they're graduating high school and we get to see we're at that point now where we get to see what these kids have become some of these kids have become amazing actors in the community and they're performing all over town in theaters across tucson Some of them are biomedical engineers, uh, and it's so strange to look at them and be like, wow, you were that little Peter Pan a few years ago, and now you are graduating college, or you're having kids, or you're starting a family, and you're flying off to Germany to do your research. It's amazing to see these kids grow from, from really shy kids. And often parents do show up at our door saying, hey, my kid's really shy. I think this would be good for them. And we're like, bring them in. This is the place for them to feel safe and get over that. And it's astounding. I, I think the kids who come in who are the most shy are frequently the ones who like become superstars right away because it's just hiding there all, all along. And they just need a safe place to let that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've seen those kids. We have. I just saw one got accepted to Vassar College today. Um, uh, and she was one of those super shy kids. And she's a superstar now. Uh, it's pretty amazing.
1: Do you have any other specific stories about a child that you've seen grow and kind of how this, how Life Theater Workshop has impacted them and uh,
3: their well-being, I guess? Yeah, so I've had a student uh, come to us a couple of years ago who – All she wanted to do was just straight theater, no musicals. um, But the class that she was taking every semester, we changed from uh, just a straight play. And then the next semester, we work on a musical. And she was like, oh, I don't know if I want to take this musical class. And so we sat down and we talked about it. And she said, well, maybe if you just give me a really small part in the back. So she took the class um, and she's got the musical bug now. (laughs) did you give her a small part or like a medium part about a medium part because we push a little we you know uh, if you come to me and say I don't want to do that I say okay (laughs) I'll take that but I'm gonna hand you this and and you know we want them to grow on their skills and she's somebody who who is definitely ready to take that next step and she just needed that extra help and so we did and so now she's kind of one of our all-stars um, leading the group and just showing such good examples of what it means to give 100% to whatever role you are given, whether that is some small ensemble role or it's the leading role mm-hmm. um, and just being a good leader in the group. And that's what's the most important is forming those friendships like we talked about earlier, but also raising who can be our next leaders. Yes.
1: And I think leadership is a big skill that's grown in theater because you le- Lucky Land Casino
0: asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli, I guess. i in my dentist's office. More than once, actually.
1: Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting.
0: Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: I never win and tell.
0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: By example, number one, but also you don't succeed unless everybody succeeds, which is a really cool thing to take away as a leader, it's not just about you, it's about the whole group. And I think theater really does teach that. That and confidence, I think, are yes.
3: huge uh, boosters within exactly. uh, my Theater Exactly. One of program. our big focuses is being an ensemble. Like, just because, like we just did The Little Mermaid, just because you're aerial doesn't mean, okay, okay, you have the big role, but what about all the rest of these people? And we try to make it feel more like an ensemble in all of our productions with this
2: and we have tons of stories like this. I mean, every day we are experiencing kids building the ensemble, make, building friendships, you know, finding their confidence and their voice. Um, we just finished a really great program that we've done for our third year in a row at Imago Day uh, Middle School. That's a downtown school that really focuses on access to education, but also recognizes how important arts and theater is. So we we come into that school and we do a play with these kids. Uh, We just finished last week, and the kids were amazing. The screening room let us use their stage. Oh, cool. The kids got their names up on the marquee, and they got to perform for their family and their friends. And we looked out at that audience of kids and family, and we said, how many of you have been in a live theater workshop play? And almost the whole audience raised their hand because we've worked with these kids now for several years. Um, and the confidence and the team building that happens in that classroom is amazing. We used to do it in the spring. This year we did it in the fall as an experiment and the teachers are thrilled because they're like, oh, our class is so much more cohesive now. The kids are so much better friends, like they get along better. And now we get to do that for the whole year instead of it being at the end of the year. Um, and it was just, I just had a little moment with them. We are all backstage behind our backdrop. These kids who would have never have had a chance to do this before we're standing in their little costumes we're holding their props, so excited to go on stage. And I was just looking at them and that excitement and that feeling of being backstage as a a family unit, getting ready to do something amazing together. There's no other feeling like that. And to Mm -hmm. be able to provide that to those kids was really touching. And these type of stories every day come up. And it's not just our anecdotal stories too. Like Evidence of the value of these type of programs in schools is amazing. You know, kids involved in arts programs are three times as likely to have perfect attendance. They have higher GPA scores. Like the data is clear that these programs are necessary and important for kids.
1: And it's interesting what you said about that the teachers are so excited that they get to have this class um, at this school specifically that are all kind of cohesive and connected because you've built – through this program, you've built trust within the class because that's another thing. You have to trust that your your castmate is going to say their lines so you can say your line so that everything can move forward. So there is an element of trust there and now they get to take that with them throughout the year.
2: Absolutely. And we spend a lot of time in the classroom working on that and doing exercises and games and laying down the rules of that because you can go into a school where that is not the culture and kids bully each other and they're scared to be themselves or even not do the same thing that the person next to them is doing and we kind of nurture this idea that you can like step out of that and be different and if you work with a group of kids to do that get them out of their shell let them be different let them support each other just teaching them to support each other is huge that is amazing for the classroom it changes the culture completely
1: and how do you do that like how do you deal with like oh they're just they just feel really reserved they feel really quiet how do you get them to come out of their shells
3: Uh, Yeah, so on the first day of class, uh, whether we're going out into a school or one of it's one of our first classes um, for a term, is we play really silly games. And us instructors are the first ones to jump in and show how silly we can be and supportive of one another. And I think it's really important to show that um, as an adult, sometimes we don't want to step out of our comfort zone because we're afraid of what other people are going to think of us. But to be able to do that and show as an adult to these students that we can be super silly. We're going to come out of the box and we're going to just become a lion or a a snake or some weird creature that we created in our minds. Mm -hmm. And we're going to do it at 100%. And they see that and it just kind of feeds, the kids just kind of feed into that. And um, it's really fun to watch. And so whenever we're um, going to a school like Amago Day, where um, they're a little timid, they don't want to be made fun of. Uh, but on the first day, just kind of throwing it out there and being really silly with them and saying, hey, this is how it is. And they, and they just trust us.
1: And no judgment. No, no judgment. It's OK to mess up. Yes. You know, creating that safe space, space which you guys do so well. And, and not only are you doing all of this on stage, there's this whole other world off stage, the technical side, the stage managing, the props, the costumes. All of that is connected. And you foster development in that as well.
3: Oh, yeah. So we have a, a really strong um, technical support at Life Theatre Workshop. Um, Karen Hupp is our prop master. She's a phenomenal um, scenic painter. Uh, we have uh, costumers. Uh, we have our stage managers. And all of our students get to see our bigger productions uh, of these people being professional um, here in Tucson and they see that and they say, oh, I want to learn that side of it too. And when we're doing productions with our students, uh, they're seeing us pull costumes and doing all that kind of stuff and they get really interested and they see that we're using local artists um, to do that for us. And they get really excited and be like, oh, I can do that too.
1: And speaking of using local
3: talent, you also showcase local writers and musicians. We do. It's one of my favorite things that we have at Life Theater Workshop for our family series. I usually do about five or six shows out of the year. And more than half of those shows are original one-hour musicals that are developed by local writers that we have here. And the, not only are they local writers to us, but they've also taken these these scripts that they've made for us and they've turned them in and are, they are now published. And some of them have been performed all over the world now, um, which is super cool. Is so cool. I love being able to be a place for artists to originate their work and be able to let the world showcase it too.
2: And something that's really exciting about those scripts is these, these published scripts are being performed all over the world, and the first page of the script, you know, someone's going to open this script up in India, and it's going to say, the first performance was at Live Theater Workshop in Tucson, Arizona, and it's nice to to see that happening, or, you know, internationally.
1: That is really cool. Now, most of what we've talked about is theater for young people. The classes, the family series. You also have a main stage series, And a late night, et cetera, series. Like, there's so much going on in this building. It's crazy.
2: We take this building to the max. Like, we we always say that our Google calendar would make anybody faint. Because we have gotten pros. It's, like, scheduled down to the minute. But, yeah, we do. We have main stage performances. These are professional shows that you would see on Broadway, off-Broadway, all across the country. And we bring them to Tucson. Sometimes we originate scripts in Arizona. So, something... You would see in New York City, it comes to Tucson, Arizona next because of live theater workshop. Um, These shows are great. They're Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights and Sunday afternoons. Professional actors performing amazing work. Sometimes it's really funny and sometimes it's really meaningful. Sometimes it's heartbreaking and beautiful. Uh, We really try to mix it up so that we're showing people all different kinds of entertainment that really makes them think and laugh and enjoy being out with their friends. Um, the other program we have for adults, we call our et cetera stage. And this usually happens at 10 30 at night, which I know we always say we have some coffee if you need it <laughs> uh, every once in a while, we'll do them at 7 PM for folks who want to see. They've gotten so popular that people say you have to do one at an earlier time for me. And these are, um, these are really edgy shows. So we'll do like a show that's like completely improvised, which sounds wild, but I cannot believe that the times that we've done that, I cannot believe The amazing improvisational actors that put together a story off the top of their head that makes you laugh hysterically one moment and cry the next moment. Um, That's just one example of what we do on the late night stage. We work with a lot of University of Arizona students who may be in the theater program or maybe just theater is an interest of theirs and they're not doing that in school but they developed original script ideas around issues that are meaningful and important to them in their lives, in their community. And they turned that into art for the community to see, which is kind of like this really great love letter to the community for people to see what, what's happening inside someone else's mind, what's happening in on the U of A campus that, that we don't know about and what are these kids thinking about? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's exists in this beautiful theater form because of our Etcetera program.
3: One of my favorite projects that we did with the Etcetera program is we had... um a show called Your Song in My Mouth, and we um, put out into the community, hey, please give us your poems, your short stories, and we're going to turn them into songs. And it just turned out to be such a beautiful night. Um, We did like a concert style, and uh, we had local musicians turn these poems and short stories into songs, and then we performed them, and it was just A beautiful evening. It was one of my favorites.
1: Did you have the poems like in a like a program so people could kind of follow along, or did you keep it all surprise? Or
2: so sometimes, some of times it wasn't a program for people to read. Some of the people who submitted them got up on stage and would read their poem, and then we would do their song. Uh, It was really a very fascinating thing, and I'm sure that will be coming back because it was very popular and very fun. Something similar coming up uh, is a, a show we we have coming up called Dear Diary. And what we're doing is we're getting people's diary entries from their youth, um, and people who are willing, <laughs> and they're gonna let they're gonna show us their diary entries, and we're gonna perform them, act them out, improvise them, or have them just read them if they're entertaining uh, enough as they are, uh, and that should be a pretty hilarious, wonderful night that's coming up in, uh, in March I think. But go to the website theaterworkshop.org that is where you can find the details about that. But that, I don't miss that because I'm pretty sure it's going to be the most funny thing that ever happened.
1: No, that sounds pretty hilarious. And on that note, people want to find out more. Are you looking for volunteers, people that want to get involved in theater and don't really know where to start? Do you kind of like bring that into your work? Sure,
2: yeah. So it is very community-based and we're, we're really looking to connect with all different types of people. So we do have a volunteer program. We have volunteer ushers. Um, We start there. We do have some administrative volunteer programs as well. Uh, We do have auditions in the summer. We're always hiring um, technical people, people who want to learn how to be stage managers or production assistants. Um, We have great relationships with many of the area high schools. Almost every high school program in Tucson is connected to live theater workshop. Um, And their students come in as mentors uh, or uh, through, through a mentorship program and they learn about how to do these different aspects of technical theatre, they job shadow us, and then eventually those people do become part of our artist team and they become our stage managers, our prop designers, our set builders. Um, So we're always looking for people to connect with us. Uh, We do think that theatre is important for everybody in the community. Sometimes it doesn't feel accessible, but just step in the door and you'll change, that'll change your mind instantly.
3: Yeah. Like Michael was saying, we have mentorship programs and we also have a ton of scholarships to give out. So if you're feeling like you don't have access, um, to us, please just give us a call, go to our website, contact us, and we'll get you through those doors. What's the phone number? Um, it's 520-327-0160.
1: Yes, definitely give them a call if you'd like to get involved. Sounds like you guys have so much going on with the main stage and the theater for families and the late night and the classes and the volunteering.
3: What's coming up in the near future? Yeah, so we have several things happening for the family series. We're in production uh, rehearsals for uh, The Brave Knight, Sir Lancelot, written by local writer Richard Gremmel, um, and he wrote the music for that as well. Um, We also, for our main stage, we are in rehearsals for Stage Kiss, which will open in... Both these shows open in January. And then for classes, our winter camp is about to start. I believe that is full, but we do have classes starting the week of January 12th. And uh, we have classes from age kindergarten all the way up through high school, up through 12th grade. Um, And we still have some room in some of our classes, so we'd love to see some new faces.
2: And definitely keep your eye out for summer camps. Uh, Last year we had... We filled up almost instantly. So uh, those will be coming out really soon. This year we're trying to figure out how do we do more summer camps because they're very popular. They're such a good time and that'll be that'll be coming up too on the website.
1: All right. Again, live dot org for more information. And you're on Facebook and Instagram? Yes. Facebook. We
2: are. Both of those. Okay, Facebook, great. Instagram, Twitter. All the things. All the things. <laughs>
1: Well, thank you guys so much, Michael and Amanda. Thanks so much for coming in today. Uh, Again, I'm Cindy. And remember, Talk of Tucson can be heard every week on this station. And you can also listen to a podcast of this program at iHeartRadio.com or by downloading the free app for your smartphone or tablet and searching Talk of Tucson. Join us again next weekend for another Talk of Tucson on this iHeartRadio station.
0: 18 plus.